You are watching and listening to Unlapped, and because we are nearing 2 o'clock a.m. local time, Unlapped is also unhinged. I'm Gary Streisky, Nicole Briscoe, Spencer Hall, Dallin Cuff, Nate Saunders. But we're happy, we're in good spirits, much like Max Verstappen winning his record, his own record, 18th race of the Viva. season out of 22. Briscoe's already Vegas. singing. Want to get your initial thoughts. <laughs> Too early. Starting with Nate, Red Bull finishing 1-2. One, 1-3. Two, one three. Nearly uh, one two, yeah, you're right. And Punchy. Checo one two with Max and him in the driver standings. Yeah, this was the big result they wanted for a long time. You know, Perez has been under all this pressure and they kept saying, You gotta get second in the championship. And I, I don't know, like I don't know whether this was a prerequisite for him staying next year, but a lot of people assumed like if he doesn't get second he's not staying. So for him that was pretty good. It was weird with Perez because he was kind of he kinda of lucked into that position a little bit, but you know, Th third, third in the race is pretty mm -hmm. good, uh, and yeah, Max is just a just a beast, isn't he? I mean, the guy's just unbelievable. Um, good fight with 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 Charles. Um, some good overtaking. I think at the beginning it was that was old Max when he pushed Charles wide. Uh -huh. So we got the old, the new, <laughs> and he then sung Viva Las Vegas. So he's been taking a big dump on this place all week, and then he turned out he really liked it. So, Turns out in the um, Vegas like yeah. Yeah, Elvis yeah, yeah. suit. It must have been the Elvis outfit. Yeah. He must have seen it and. and and, yeah. and Briscoe, it turns out, you know, once he accepted the win, of course, right in front of the Bellagio Fountains, the thing that everybody was listening to, minus the cart rolling <laughs> minus bias this right guy. now, exactly. minus guy, the yeah. cart rolling bias, listen, they're breaking down. They're on to Abu Dhabi. It's they're the season go. finale. That's the loudest cart ever. But Sorry. the biggest nugget that maybe everybody was sort of waiting for Max to say was, I, like I had fun race. and I'll see you next year, which was music to Las Vegas' ears. Yeah, like he's been absolutely... <laughs> just drilling this place. He was like, I, it's all show. It's no substance. I don't like driving on the track. What else do you say? Like, I, like all of it. He called it like he compared it to like Monaco to the Champions League. He said oh, this yeah. was like the, the National, National League. League. Like sure. he just absolutely just crushed Vegas the, the, the whole weekend. And he said he was doing it out of his honesty. So which one's the real Max? Which one's the honest Max? Is it the one that wins? Or the one that's just unhappy because he has to do other things. Well, I think so. Uh, I've I've been warming to Max all year. You know, I think the Max we're seeing increasingly is a very very honest guy. Yeah. And I think what I liked about this weekend was he did at points. If you actually, I looked back at some of the things he'd said. He had said, "I don't mind Vegas, and sure. I think this circuit's okay." He was just quite upset about the the showy stuff around it, you know, and everything, you know, the lack of substance that he felt there was in it. So. What I like about him right now is that he basically, F1 are not going to do anything about him saying all those things. They're not going to no. say, you're a three-time world champion, you've got 54 wins, we're going to, you know, we're going to have a word with you. He, he can do right. what he he's wants. He's like, what are, they going to, what are you going to yeah. do about it? So I think we're actually seeing the most honest version of Max, um, Nicole, that we have seen ever. And I quite like that. I think he's a guy that he's always worn his emotions on his sleeve. And um, I think from talking to people at Red Bull, apparently he's really, he's actually really enjoyed being able to have that platform this week. I heard that he's... You know, sometimes he comes out of media sessions and you think, is this guy actually having fun doing this? And I don't think he always is. I think this week he has because so much of what he said has been met with a ripple of laughter and has been picked up everywhere. And I think he quite enjoys that. So he's dominated all the headlines and then he's dominated the headlines today because we're talking about great race, great quotes, great everything. There's nothing Max Verstappen can't do, basically. But the, I think, but the, news, I think the head Max Verstappen is going to start a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> in, a, in a car this time. Yeah. So, yeah. The headline, though, is the is the, was the spectacle off the track was meant by what took place on the track. Sure. Like, that was an outstanding race, one of the best, if not the best race of the season. From the very first turn and Max going in and getting a five-second penalty, him getting a collision later, like, all that, and he still won. But the, the grid was all messed up before we took, started. 
there was at one point Lance Stroll was leading a race. Like there were things that we hadn't seen throughout the course of the year. Very rarely, it was an entertaining race, and from like American sports perspective, like it delivered on we wanted what we wanted it to be. The the question is, you know, it's a shame the question is who watched, who was able to so see it late exactly. Early. But yeah. whoever saw it in our country may become a fan because that was that was even better than I thought you could have helped in terms of the expectations and hype. Might be overthinking the Verstappen thing, by the way, because. You say, well, yeah, he was so happy after the race. He got to run someone off the road. <laughs> to me, that, that's <laughs> what Max Verstappen lives for twice. Yes. Well, well, right? well dressed as Elvis Presley. Well dressed, kind of. and he, and, yeah, oh, well dressed as Elvis, and he won. Yeah. So all of the things that Max loves all happened tonight. He should be happy. Yeah, he should. And, I mean, the thing is, right now, I think Max is happier than he's ever been. He's as confident as he's ever been. The one good thing that his rivals have is that he's only got one more race left this year. Then he's got two months where maybe some of that happiness, that charisma, that confidence drains away maybe. But I think he's just going to be rolling into next year like this. So it's scary if you're not Max Verstappen, but I think this is why he's doing so well. The car's great, and he's just in such a great place. So if, you if see I was going to say, if I'm one of his competitors, I don't want this weekend from him. Yeah. Because like <laughs> I don't want him to be turning into the absolute complete package and having everything going my way, including having the platform with the media, because that's just one more thing. Like, no, we just if I'm a competitor, just bring it to an end. And just as a quick one, the message I loved in the race was when he got that five-second penalty mm -hmm. and he said to um, his race engineer, he said, send them my regards to the stewards. <laughs> like, even in the race, he was just being right. chaotic. And I think a few years ago, he, you would have heard him get very angry, very emotional no about that. Animal. And even that stuff now really isn't bothering him. So it, you know, it does speak to that. You take a look at the bookends of this race. Max Verstappen finishing first. It's another win. Lando Norris was the first to not be able to finish. Actually took a pretty wicked uh, head-on collision there into the barriers. But basically, 2 through 19, effectively, through the duration of this race. And there were a couple of DNFs towards the end of this race. So effectively, 2 through 16. I mean, it was moving pieces. Every time we looked up, we looked up at one point. Lance Stroll is leading the race. Esteban Ocon is there. Alex Albon is making. I mean, Lance Stroll going from 19 and cracking a top five. That's unbelievable. You can't really ask for Briscoe. Much more movement middle of the pack than what we saw this evening in Vegas. I think like the, the end of the race in Singapore where you had the, the front four going into the final turn all together. The ending of that race was obviously tremendous. The thing that I loved about Las Vegas is that it was not just the first couple of cars that were fighting for position. Yeah. It was, oops, it was um, wow. all Some the way through. Right, technical difficulties because it's you know two o'clock in the morning. It's not a drain cover though. It's not a drain cover. Exactly. Even the equipment this time. And our producer Dave with the save. He just picked up the light. Give it up for Dave. Dave with the save. Holding onto it tightly. I don't drop the mic, don't break it. Because Nicole, Nicole was on a roll there as well. So yeah, yeah. No, I just, I just love the fact that there was reason to watch every car on the track today. Yep. There, 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 were, there were moves made by every single driver out there, whether it's someone that we always watch or it's someone that like needed our attention. I mean, Logan Sargent started in the top 10. Both Williams cars were in, in Q3 and there were some struggles along the way, but like, I felt like it was an opportunity to pay attention to every driver. We don't get that. Yeah, there was a complete level of unpredictability. Like usually, there's yeah. so many things are predictable that Max is going to win, and these th these couple well, teams I mean, will fight be honest, for it. That, that was still <laughs> the case. But, but, but we, <laughs> it still was the case. But in it, there was the question of: Is he actually going to come back from this? Is he going to win? Like even asking that question at lap 16 or lap 35, like that—that's something that we don't very do very much. And I think to your point, 
all up and down the grid, there were things to look at and up and down the race or things to look at to be like, how's this going to turn out? But I also think it was really entertaining. Like he went back, he sent his regards to the stewards. He went back and he fought his way through. And I think if, if even if you don't enjoy watching Max Verstappen win every single race, there was an entertainment, uh, quality to the way he performed today mm -hmm. and fought his way through the field the passes he was making sort of like taking it back to a couple of years when he was like the young sort of super aggressive max like that's fun to watch yep. whether you like the outcome or not yeah 100 percent. and um sometimes when drivers win it was the same when lewis was winning and when vettel was winning sometimes it's nice to have a reminder that they do know how to race wheel to wheel because yeah. they can be out front so much you kind of forget it um but what you're saying about the race is totally true as well nicole because i think one of the biggest compliments about this race was it was hard to keep up with where everyone was at one point i was like how have the williams guys dropped so far i was like mm -hmm. are they out of sync on the pits you were right stroll Especially was when you have a bet on albon you're like yeah. why the hell did that happen yeah spent a lot of time stroll front. was up there so there was so much going on it was hard to it was hard to pick through the the thread of the race as it was happening and that hasn't actually been the case this year it's been very easy this season because once the stuff out front's done you're like okay i know what's going on there fourth fifth sixth okay this will make sense you kind of have a feel for the race there were points in that race i've got to be honest where i was kind of like looking around the media center being like i hope i'm not the only one who doesn't understand how eighth position is currently you know yeah. looking no, you, the way you it definitely is. weren't and yeah. and hopefully we get more races like that next year Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Did we anticipate the track being such a variable that it was early goings? Everybody was talking about the lack of grip, and we saw so many spin-outs, and we saw so many cars going 180. I mean, it, everybody was racing against 19 drivers, and it seems like they were up against the X factor that was the track, but well, that was to be expected. Weird, that's the weird thing about this track, because not only is it a new surface, they literally repaved within the last couple of months, so they repaved the surface, so you've got that, there's no rubber down, but the weird thing about this particular track is it was open to public during the day, and there were no support classes, sure. so it would dirty itself up during the day and then they would go out with no rubber laid down for them and it was never really taking any rubber and I don't there's no reason for that to change yeah yeah absolutely I mean that was the big question mark coming into it is what that you know was that going to be difficult for them were they going to be sliding all over the place and mm -hmm. actually as is often the case, a lot of the worst fears about the circuit didn't come to pass. I mean, these are the best drivers in the world. The guys making the cars are some of the best guys mm -hmm. doing it in the world. So, um, but I think what we've seen with this circuit generally is it's actually, it's got a lot of the Baku qualities that make Baku really great. That long, long straight basically creates one of the best overtaking spots that mm -hmm. I can remember recently. So as a first year, I know we had all the nonsense on Thursday, but that's going to be a bit of a footnote, I think, because the track stuff, the, the surface itself wasn't a big, as big an issue as people thought, and the circuit itself 
was great. So hard to find things to poke holes in at this point, I think. Were we surprised with the driver today, Charles Leclerc getting pole position, his, his 24th career pole, didn't get the win. He's only gotten four wins out of a pole position in his career. The win percentage, not great, Bob. But he's driver of the day. And we mentioned guys like Stroll going from 19, finishing five. We talk about a guy like Oscar Piastri starting 16th, and he registers McLaren's only point because Lando Norris wasn't able to finish. Was it a bit peculiar that Charles got the driver of the day in this in this particular race? Was it was it Charles that got it? Was it yeah. was it Perez? Yeah, it was. Perez. I, thought, I, was, I thought it should have been Perez when they popped yeah. it up there. I was like. Claire, he had a great race. No, but but, I mean, oh, okay. but think about it. He was pushed off the track early on by Verstappen, and he stayed there and fought his way back. And then he made the mistake after, what? How, I forget how many laps we were in. It was near the end. But he made the mistake and overshot the corner, and yeah. that's how Perez got around him. Mm -hmm. He stayed with it. He, he was back. several seconds yeah. behind, and he still came back on the last lap to pass Perez I, to finish second. Like he, I think he did have a great drive, I, and I, I think it was better than Perez. He, I, it, I agree with I agree with Nicole. Look, I would have given it to to Charlotte. No one is going to vote for Verstappen at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. It's, well, that's, that, well, that's why I guess uh, I mean I know that's, I'm not arguing that Leclerc didn't deserve it. I guess I was just surprised by it. I think mean, that's partially like, because of Verstappen's where the starting position is. Verstappen's not going to get the, the vote. So then yeah. I guess it yeah. goes to he got the best, P2 he got the best storyline because we got to see him yeah. struggle, got to see him get past, and then got yeah. to see him pass Perez in turn. By the way, that's the moment of the race for me. By the way, is is both of those passes, particularly when Perez passes him the first time. The TV broadcast caught it coming right at them out of that curve, yeah. sparks flying yeah. everywhere. Like that visual alone for me is worth the entire race. Yeah, yeah. Can we talk about the visuals here? Oh, visuals it was awesome. Like, it was eye candy. There, there's really nothing else like this. Period. It mm. was awesome. 100%. <laughs> I mean, this is this. This whole race was sold on the spectacle, what it was yeah. going to look like. Yeah. And we all kind of assumed, yeah, it's going to be great. Like, there's going to be all the lights or the casinos. You add in the sphere, which was like, what they did with the sphere all weekend, even during the national anthem, when they had the U.S. flag. Yes. I'm not American. You guys. Must I love the ranking change. I was crying. Just yeah. tears. The I, was, flag. I was crying into my food. My hand almost went on my heart. I was like, wait a minute. I'm not <laughs> <laughs> the Charmin, the Charmin bear may be emotional. But I think I think what they've done. I think the only thing that they need to do, and this is really, I think we were talking about this earlier, weren't we, Nicole? Is change the angle slightly because there's some points where I think you lose some of of the back track. Yeah, but that's on the TV people. That's yeah. not on the yeah, race Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, exactly. That's no. not, that's we take the world feed, guys. Right. And that's not a knock on the race. You're right. So, yeah, I thought it was fantastic. And it, like, all the aerial shots just unbelievable. So mm -hmm. I think we're just going to see that on, on a loop, on highlight reels. For the rest and of the, the beautiful thing, and the thing to be optimistic about, this is the first of hopefully many to come. They'll be back next year, and there's going to be so many things that they can start taking a look at tomorrow and say, okay, yeah. Well, let's just fix this, 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 start time to be determined, of course. I mean, listen, it's a 10 o'clock local start, 1 o'clock East Coast start. I would People like to be home Europe. before 5 a.m. That would be awesome. That would be amazing. I'm pretty I'm happy with how the worked out. That's <laughs> great. 5 a.m. sounds great. great. This is, they're going to kick us off the track soon, so we're certainly going to wrap this up in just a bit. But just after Max takes the checkered flag, you actually got to talk to a Red Bull team principal, Christian Horner. What did, what did he have to say after another Red Bull win? I think he was, I mean, I think what he expects of Max is what we all expect of Max. But there's been some questions about Sergio Perez this year, and he sort of talked about that. And he talked about the fact that it does put him second in the championship and how important that was. He reiterated that, the importance of it. And you can read into it, what does that actually mean? What was on the line for Sergio if had he not finished second in the championship? And that was the big thing. He also talked about the fact that it was his birthday weekend. Yes, um, and what a place to spend it. And right. amazingly, amazingly with the one-two, that's the first time Red Bull have ever done that, had, had a driver finish right. first and second. Which right. you think about how much success 
success they've had in the last that 15 years. Yeah. That is actually really extraordinary. But and, I also and I, think yeah. it's difficult in this sport to have two drivers who have been able to be as consistent as what they have had. For all the issues that Perez has had this year, it's really difficult to have that sort of consistency from two drivers to finish one, two in the championship. Because if you have one driver who's doing great, you not to have the Vegas thing, but you throw all your chips in on that Someone had driver. to in the right. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. unintentional. From starting 11 and the, the crowd and the pack that he had to get through to finish third, he had a shot at second. He had, he had a new wing on. He was in last in the he second lap. Second. Like, yeah. to, to keep the confidence and like come back, like that's, I think that's, he's not broken. So that's, that's important. Like, he, he'd struggled in times and he's, he still has it. It's like we make the same conversations in like the NBA. Just because somebody has a bad game, that person didn't forget how to shoot. Well, James Harden, Checo I think, is the exception, but keep going. Yeah, but Checo yeah. hasn't forgotten how to drive. Right. There's nothing wrong with Checo, but it might be maybe that track doesn't suit him. Maybe the setup doesn't suit him. Maybe the tires that weekend. Like, Checo is still there. It just hasn't gone his way a number of times. And he's got the hardest job in Formula One, being Max Verstappen's teammate. No one uh, wants you know, to be I that. Think, I don't think many drivers no. would do. I think drivers probably would have done a better job this year. Perez has not been in the best place, but I think Red Bull are aware of that as well. I think they know mm -hmm. it's not like we just drop someone else in there and they're just suddenly going to do good. Every teammate Max has had yeah, has tough. struggled in some yeah, way. It's good. Not, not just in, in Formula One, at Red Bull. Yeah, this yeah, is the yeah. most the most difficult job at a team where you are getting mm -hmm. a very specific kind of pressure, a team that has gone yes. through drivers, a team that is at times ruthless with them. Yeah, this yeah, is 100%. a sport that's built on, you have two drivers that work together, but your toughest competitor is the guy who's essentially in the same equipment as you. That is what this sport is built on, that level of competition. The one thing I'd say about Checo, and this is why I thought Charles's drive was better, is that Checo still has the quickest car. Yep. in the field. What he did today is something he hasn't done a lot this season, which is convert that pace into a strong result. And I think really what he's got to do early next year is make sure he's at the very least is doing that. He doesn't have to be winning races, but if he starts the year next year, as he was in the middle of this year, I think that's when he's really in trouble. If Max is going to be winning a lot of races for, yes. you know, for the foreseeable future. If Perez is finishing second and third a lot next year, I think you can tick boxes because but that's really all he needs. He's the number two driver. That's Go all back to Miami, though. There was a chance, had that race gone differently, because it was Verstappen who had the bad qualifying effort in Miami. That's right. And yeah. Checo was out front. Had that race gone differently, had Checo won the race, he would have been leading the championship when they left there. And I think we all sort of looked at that and said, at the end of the year, Checo's going to go looking back at Miami and say, that is the weekend it all fell apart. Because if he won the race and he had left that weekend, there would have been all the reason in the world for suddenly Red Bull to say, okay, we need to support him a little bit more. And it all unraveled after that in a variety of ways. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. We talked about that in the pregame show. The pre-race show was about that, being like you rewinded before that race. It was a conversation of not like is it 1A, 1B, but but there was something compelling about the competition between those two, and then that dissipated through the course Mm -hmm. of the summer. Ah, Miami, when we didn't need gloves... Jackets Stop I'm wearing the mic. and hoodies. Three coats right now. And also four layers if you want Nicole What Briscoe. is wrong with you? Yeah, you got a sweater on underneath okay. that shirt though. I, how are you not cold? I don't mind this weather. I, I sweat so much at those races. Yeah, I was gonna say, this yeah. is much better for yeah. me and Spencer. This is much more much friendlier to the two of us. This is a touch refreshing. So Max Verstappen, he already he already locked up the drivers championship weeks ago. But with Checo getting on podium, he locks up number two in the driver's standings, which means Lewis Hamilton. He doesn't want it, doesn't care to talk about it. He's going to finish three in the driver's standings. Constructors' Cup or Constructor standings uh, still TBD with one race to go. No sense in getting into predictions, but I think everybody is sort of ready to get this race done next week in Abu Dhabi and look forward to next year when specifically that Mercedes can make a whole bunch of changes. A whole bunch of changes, Nick. Yeah, a few weeks. I forget exactly which race it was. Lewis Hamilton said Mercedes need to have the best six months they've ever had yeah. in Formula One. And I think that that really is the difference between finishing this season in this way and something different next year. I think the Abu Dhabi, I've been there before. It's weird when the championship's not on the line because it's just, it's like being last day of school, but you don't have any yeah, classes. There's no, they, you're like, so why are we here? You know, we don't need to be here. Um, but yeah, hopefully we see some signs that maybe things are changing next year because as, as good as today's race was, it would have been even better if there four or five drivers in the fight and imagine if the championship was still going on to Abu Dhabi next year that's that's awesome. what we've got to hope for in a I'll take another time. repeat of what 2021 oh, <laughs> imagine imagine that leaving here would be amazing. awesome oh uh, we actually do have to leave here though because we are working into the wee hours of the morning and we're being told we can't we don't have to leave but we have to get the hell up out of here so for Nate Saunders Dallin Cuff Spencer Hall Nicole Briscoe I'm Gary Streisky we appreciate everything that you all do, do for the industry. We appreciate everything. This whole answer is all asset to the industry. We got Zach House right here running the mixer on the audio. We got Dave Presley holding the light, holding the camera for Katie all George. of our Katie George, who couldn't make yeah. it this weekend because she's got 27,000 other responsibilities. Yeah. Um, we appreciate you listening and watching all season long, and we won't see you from Abu Dhabi, but maybe you'll hear we'll from us. We'll talk about it. <laughs> see ya.